All right, Believe in Bama, back for another episode, and I'm joined by two DJ Flukers, it appears, because we have we have the background, we have we have the Alabama DJ Fluker, we have the current DJ Fluker, ready to talk some LSU Alabama football. We can just jump right into that game since both Alabama and LSU had buys this past week. They both had some time to rest up. They both had some time to do a little self-reflection before getting back to the practice field for one of the biggest rivalries between these two schools in the SEC as a whole. DJ just, especially coming off the bye week, we talked a little bit about it last week, but for both of these teams and for all of these guys, how important was that for them you know now that they're gearing up for a night game in death valley in an incredible rivalry matchup just how important was that week to just kind of not get beat up on on a football field i mean i wouldn't say not get beat up on i appreciate <laughs> i had a little light practice but um i think it is very important for them to actually recover uh get some guys back uh to practice I think it, um, I think it gave them a little time to come with a better, probably a actually better scheme. And I mean, when you get give an Alabama team more time to scheme for a team, they're gonna execute it very well and in practice. And, and I think and, and I think it gave them more attention to detail. I mean, I was kind of kind of watching them a little bit of practice um, when they when they were practice before they had to go a little bye week because you know usually you practice a little bit and you go you go hang out for a little bit. Uh, but they they look pretty they look they uh pretty solid they, they, they look pretty solid I, I think it's gonna be great for get to get some guys back who were hurt uh, I think that's gonna help the team a tremendous amount um, I also think that maybe the other the, the offensive coordinator gonna have a little, have a great game a great game uh game plan for those guys come going in, going into this week so I honestly I, I see it it's gonna be it's gonna be a great a good a good, a good, a good Solid game. I, I, I truly believe that. This Bama oh. LSU rivalry, one that you are very familiar with, of course, every Alabama fan is, um, especially when you were in school, you know, you had the, the game of the century that everyone referred to, that Bama LSU game where LSU came out on top. You guys get your revenge in the national championship. But those are just those are just two games in this rivalry. You know, there's been some crazy atmosphere, some crazy games, LSU getting their most recent win over Alabama in that battle with Joe Burrow in Bryant-Denny Stadium. And that has been the last time that LSU has managed to come out on top. So, of course, the past few years, Alabama has really rolled in this rivalry. But just as someone who's played in this game, who's, been around all of these fans and been around this atmosphere as a player. I mean, how does how does the LSU, you know, game, how does that stack up to the guys that are going to suit up on Saturday? I know, you know, when you play at Bama, every game is the most important game and all of that kind of stuff. And you don't, you can't read too much into the rivalries and all of that outside noise and everything. But when these guys get ready for this LSU game, I mean, how much are they fired up for this particular particular rivalry? 
Um, I actually believe that. I mean, I mean, I remember when I was getting ready, getting ready for this game. I think it was probably probably like really a big game for us. Um, I think that it was trying to prove a statement and let the tone be set early during this during the week of practice, going over our game plan, make sure we knew everything we were doing, and then going to the game was even easier because I mean, the, the I, I'm going to tell you like that playing playing at Death Valley is a hard place to play. It's probably the most electrifying stadiums that you're gonna play at. Those fans are crazy. Their fans are crazy. Our fans are crazy. They they ready to get down to it. They they ready to go see out there. It's like it's like being a gladiator. Mm-hmm. And that's how that's how it is on on that Saturday Saturday night, especially when that sun sets. Oh, at 7, at 7 p.m. People go crazy. They announced that kickoff at six, and I was like, oh no. Oh, it's like, oh, no, here we go. The night game in Death Valley, here we go. It it, it is really electrifying. You can can hear the fans that are yelling and screaming. You can also see, um, you you can also see, like, like the kids. The kids are getting into it. So, you know, the rivalry rivalry is really serious. So it's like you have to go out there and play your all. Make sure you're make sure your time's on point. Make sure you're co- doing what you're supposed to do, and because co- you don't want to mess up. You, you you guys are going to like be on, on a, It's like playing at another level when you play play at LSU. You have to bring your A game every single play. Um, I think I think they gonna, they gonna have a it's gonna be a good challenge ball game. That, that's the way I see. It. I mean, that's how y'all feel. They all bring their best. They they they're playing the hardest out. The hardest, they're playing the hearts out. Uh, guys are getting excited on on the sideline. They're not even, even on the field yet. So you understand, like this game is gonna be crazy. It's like playing a Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. That, that's what it's like. like. Have I ever played one? No. But <laughs> you're <laughs> like just a practice. You, it's a practice boy. You know what I mean? But I believe that it's gonna be a let you find game. I think that those kids are gonna be after. They're gonna be after play. But the thing about it, I know Coach Saber goes back. You have to be poised. Don't be, don't be caught up into the hype of mm-hmm. the fans, the trash talking with the with the other with the other players do on the media, tweeting about it. You know, those type of things. You can't get caught caught into the hype. If you can caught caught into the hype, then you're not gonna have a greater game as you should. And I've learned that from experience. I I I never got caught in that to, to that. Thankfully, I had a great group of media team to tell you don't get caught into that. Type of, type of environment because you will have a bad game. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, you gotta go. You got to go out there and execute. Have, have fun. It's what this is what this game is about. We're going out at LSU at six p.m. and it's going to the sun is going to set and, and, and the tone will be set at the same time. So hey, why not? Why not us? Why not us go win? You know that's how that's how I see it. Oh, Literally. I, I how you feel. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish up. Oh shoot! I, I'm sorry. I I, I got a little excited. I got. I got You're fired up. It's like You're ready to go. <laughs> I know. I'm like, we gotta get you. We gotta get you another year of eligibility. We gotta get you on the sidelines <laughs> on Saturday. You're ready to go. You're ready to play, man. Oh, I love it. Uh, uh, hey, I can't wait to see it. Honestly, it's gonna be. It's going to be a good game. I'm I'm sure of that you know when you I'm typing up kind of the description for the show and it's you know. Nick Saban versus Brian Kelly, which is a whole other, you know, level to this that we haven't seen in this rivalry in previous years. But Nick Saban, Brian Kelly, night game at Death Valley, 
a top, mm -hmm. depending on which rankings you care about, a top 10 or 15 battle, which typically right. this game is. You know, it's it's very rare that we go into the Bama LSU game without these teams being ranked and there being some significance on the line in this game. So, you know, the first college football playoff rankings coming out earlier this week, Alabama checking in at number six, LSU getting that number 10 spot, and then LSU is number 15 in the AP. But I say from now on, like now the college football playoff rankings are out, that's what people care about. Because, you know, in the end of the day, if the, if the AP says they're 15, but the playoff says they're, you know, number four, then they could play for a national championship. So we're looking at it, you know, it's a top 10 battle, night game in Death Valley. Um, it's just going to be... I don't even I don't even know what I actually I have yet to go to Baton Rouge. Um, so I haven't even been in the city of Baton Rouge, let alone in Tiger Stadium. But the things that right. I have heard, the things I have been told, I mean, you can tell just the way you're talking about it like this, this game, whether it's played in Bryant Denny, you know, Mercedes Benz, wherever, um, or Death Valley. You can tell that it means something, but everyone knows about that atmosphere that they've got going on at LSU, um, which is just one of the incredible atmospheres that we see throughout college football. But you like you know that you know when you come to Bama, I'm sure you've got some of the older guys, you know, saying, "Yeah, this is how that stadium is. This is how that stadium is." And LSU is always one of those ones that is like. Well, you've got some crazy Cajuns that have been drinking since like nine o'clock in the morning. So it is rowdy to say the least. So I think just the atmosphere alone, it's built up to be, you know, one of one of those games um, with all of the stuff that we've got going into it, playoff rankings and just the time. It's so crazy to me that just the time of a game can like add so much to something like I mean I think Tiger Stadium is like crazy like every probably every time of the year because again you've got you got the crazy Cajuns down there you got you got them going nuts but like right. I think like they had the Tennessee game I think at like 11 a.m and they and they still were like oh it's gonna be nuts it's gonna be crazy like they made a mistake making this game 11 a.m but like that 6 p.m kick that's gonna hit a little bit different I think Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> you like close oh, the eyes. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. You're like deep breaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm you, you can't hear. You can't even hear yourself think on that sideline because mm -hmm. the fans are chanting so loud. They, they all, they, they probably had a little too much drink, too much to oh, drink yeah. before the game. And I remember, I, I, I actually, it's crazy because I, I actually remember being recruited at LSU. I, I, I when I was like younger in my younger days. Mm -hmm. recruit and I went to a game to see them play. I I, I thought about going to LSU because that's, you know, that's where I'm from, Louisiana. I went to a game. Those guys, those same throwing, throwing alcohol bottled up. Like they had, they had beat, they had beat Florida, I believe, that game years, many, many years ago. But <laughs> I watched that game. I was like, wow, I've never seen alcohol come from the stands. They were throwing beers. They were throwing their beer uh -huh. cups, going crazy. I was just like, wow. He said, hey, get your umbrella. Have my umbrella. All, all I see is, 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 is beer can cups, cups flying down. Oh my gosh! Nah, I don't think they can do that anymore. But I mean, they, they used to do it. You never but, know. Uh, you know, you, you just don't know these days. A lot of people, a lot of people have got smarter now. So they, they, sure. they, they, they a little bit different. But um, 
I, I remember that it, it, it was it was a crazy it was crazy because at the time Glenn Dorsey was at LSU at, at that time he, he was back in the day, but 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 I will tell you playing seeing it as a, as a high school suit and you going back and playing this game, it was totally different. Oh, I'm sure. Then, there, the trash, the fans trash talk you. That's oh, how bad I'm, you. I am sure. I'm confident of that. I I have some positive experiences with LSU fans. I also have negative experiences with LSU fans. So I I don't doubt you one bit when you say that the fans come talking their trash. Like that does oh. not shock me in the slightest. Oh God, it, it gets worse. They're talking about you, your mama, everyone else. Ever, everyone else. And like the one thing I think I've noticed the most about LSU fans and the fan base is, I mean, when I say, when they start them young, like I've got like 10 year olds that are like yelling at my friends or whatever. And we're like, what is happening? We're like, we're not getting trash talked by like a fraternity guy or some like grown adult. Mm. No, I've got like a 12 year old, like call like cussing out one of my friends. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? Like y'all are it's, nuts. It's the only time they get to do it because their parents allow it. It's yeah, right. Time, it's like it's LSU, it's Sunday through Friday. Absolutely not. Saturdays, however, when the LSU football team is playing, go for it. <laughs> of course. They're like, we're all in for it. Don't worry. You, you, yes. you go right ahead. Cause uh, absolutely nuts, I think, is the only way to describe what Alabama is gearing up for, at least atmosphere-wise, this Saturday. And to your point you made earlier, you know, Saban is always one to say, don't let the outside noise distract you. Don't let this and that impact the way that you play. You know, I ran a soundbite from him in my show, whatever day this week, I think maybe it was yesterday. I'm losing track of the days. And he's talking about the atmosphere of LSU. And of course it's one that he is oh so familiar with, obviously being the head coach at LSU before he came to Alabama. So he's very familiar with Tiger Stadium and how crazy it can be and everything. So, you know, he's talking about it's an incredible tradition. They've got a lot of great stuff going on there, but we can't let that distract us from what we need to do going into the game. You know, we still take mm -hmm. it play by play. We still need to just focus on ourselves and do what we can do. Very typical Saban talk. Um, as we're all of very course. familiar with, just the very typical don't control what you can control from Nick Saban and the the poise that you were referencing, you know, that these guys have to have when they step foot on the field. I think you've got the best leader for that in Bryce Young. You know, he could go into the loudest stadium or, you know, he could get sacked right before and come right back up for the next play and look like nothing has happened to him, like very stoic, calm, cool and collected. Mm -hmm. And they're going to need that come Saturday. You know, we saw him, we saw him have that type of a performance in Knoxville against Tennessee. That was an incredibly electric atmosphere, a really rowdy crowd and loud crowd and we saw him still have that poise and that composure that we're used mm -hmm. to seeing from him and that's going to be super important for all of these guys but especially the guys on the offensive line his receivers the guys on his side of the ball when it comes to making those plays come Saturday because you're saying you know you can't even hear yourself think so let alone you're not you're not hearing a snap you're not hearing nothing like <laughs> you're not hearing nothing anything. 
So you you got to have a game plan for sure going into that because if you if you can't hear yourself think, you're not going to hear a word Bryce is saying for the most part unless he is this close to your ear and he is screaming at you for the most part. Right. Yeah, you you, you definitely in that huddle. You really got to be paid attention. I know. I know that uh, so, sometimes it's a it's a little bit hard, but you know, but you you really are not holding. You gotta be nipped up, like like shoulder to shoulder, listen to the listen listening to the plays. For that's so far, that's what I have just witnessed. Mm-hmm. Being being in that environment, you got you have to know the snap counts, know when to know when to come out the ball, um, and and plus on on the on the inside, like as far as the offensive line, you just have to be able to communicate through all through all that noise. Mm-hmm. Either that's hand signals or trying to scream the play, scream the scream the call to the guys, you know, from, from from the center to the guard to the tackles, and tackles to tight ends. You know, they they have to be able to communicate. That that's gonna be the biggest. I think that that'd be a, a big issue communicating. It it, it it always happens. The communication sometimes be off, sometimes gone. I think, especially you know, obviously Alabama has had a little bit of some struggles on the road this season a lot of that having to do with you know the ruckus environments that they're going into um and we've talked about this before because you know whether it's a big rivalry game or not everyone wants to beat Bama you're always going to get Alabama's best game so you know when they go into Texas people are going crazy because they haven't seen that matchup in a while it's two really storied programs and they want to beat Bama same you know with Tennessee LSU and all of that with those being big rivalries. And I think it's good that this game comes later in the season. I know when they were gearing up for Tennessee, I kind of said the same thing. You know, I'm happy that this isn't a week three game or something like that, because clearly we saw the struggles on the road against Texas. Hopefully we can get some of those problems in check for Tennessee. And to an extent, maybe they did, but there were still a lot of mistakes that Alabama made, um, unforced errors coming from Alabama in that Tennessee game that hopefully they can get straightened out for LSU. Hopefully everyone can kind of be on the same page, be in check and be ready for LSU because the noise of course is not going to be the only thing that determines this game and that we're going to see we are seeing LSU play you know Saban's the one that said they're playing probably as good as anybody in the country right now you know they haven't had the best start to the season necessarily and they had some struggles you know Tennessee comes into their house and blows them out of the water but then they go to LS or Ole Miss, excuse me, and beat them by 25. <laughs> and it's like, which is not something people were necessarily expecting. You've got Jaden Daniels, their quarterback, who's playing incredibly well. He's putting up some really good numbers. I believe probably yeah. averaging close to what Bryce is. I, I can't remember their exact numbers off the top of my head, but he's doing really well and everything. So obviously the atmosphere is not the only part that's going to impact this game LSU is a good ball ball club and they are playing good football but I think when you when you hear Bama LSU and you hear Death Valley that atmosphere is just like the first thing that everyone thinks of is how just crazy of a game it's going to be but I'm interested to see you know what obviously you think the actual game is going to look like looking at these two teams again that Jake Daniels he is playing really well. And this is Brian Kelly's first season at LSU. Um, right. 
these are, but of course not, he's not familiar to playing in difficult matchups and everything like that coming from Notre Dame. But I think a game like this, you know, this is what Brian Kelly came to LSU for. This is what Brian Kelly came to the SEC for. He wants to play Nick Saban during the regular season. He wants to play, you know, Ole Miss, Georgia, whoever it may be, Tennessee. He wants to play all of those tough games during the season. And if he can get his guys on the right page to perform well in those situations, which he is right now, that's exactly why he came here. That's exactly why he left Notre Dame, which everyone was so shocked by. But what do you think? I mean, what do you what have you seen from this LSU team that you think could you know pose a problem for Alabama come Saturday, or that you think uh, could just be an interesting development for the game? I mean, I think. I mean, after watching them, I think they, they have some decent pass rushers. thinking the exact same as you as far as running the ball especially like you were saying looking at that LSU Ole Miss game I was like Lane what are you doing I was like what what are you doing like keep doing what you're doing even though he's probably not necessarily calling the plays in that sense but especially I think you know I think Bryce and the receivers I think maybe they can get 
some of the smaller plays done that we need maybe a little bit, kind of like you were saying with Ole Miss, what they should have done, a pass here and there, a throw here and there. But I saw some stat, especially looking at running the ball. I think it was the Alabama LSU, the past two in the series on the road. Bama has outscored or outrushed, excuse me, LSU like 500-something yards to like a hundred or something like that. Like it was, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was like, it's, it's clearly shown that, you know, LSU has had a hard time stopping the Alabama rush. So I think, Mm, I think our guy, Jameer Gibbs, I mean, we've been talking about him. Everyone's been talking about him all season, but I think this could potentially be a game where we hopefully see, but maybe need to see Jameer Gibbs really have, that breakout game you know we're constantly talking about Bryce Young and his numbers coming out of these games and I think that this could maybe be one that we see Jameer really kind of steal steal the show and be the star of the show because we were even talking about Jameer a lot coming out of the Tennessee game we were the the two people we were talking about most Bryce and Jameer and you know let's say we maybe we talked about Jameer just a little bit more after that Tennessee game and maybe that would have been a different outcome since it was only a three-point game you know I think this could be this could be a very valuable Jameer Gibbs game as well as the rest you know the rest of the offense of course helping him with the rush and everything we could see some good stuff from Chase McClellan as well um but I think the the run the dang ball phrase could definitely come into use I think this weekend against LSU just in general because we've been saying it all season long that we'd like to see a little bit more of a run game but I think that that's something that I think Jameer would be would pose a big threat to this LSU defense and someone that they might have a little bit of a little bit of a hard time stopping which I wouldn't mind (laughs) I would not mind to see Right. Uh, I, no, I agree with you. I, thought, I, thought I think he, he, deserves, he, he deserves more attention. I mean, they, they can run an outside zone. They can run a little, little, bit, little bit of power plays. I mean, they did a decent job the other week, week before running the ball. Um, but I think they, they really really got to emphasize that run to win to win this ball game. They really have to emphasize that run. I don't care if it's 50-50, 75-30. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. They have to figure out how, how to run that ball versus that versus that that LSU team, LSU defense. They gotta have to figure it out. Bryce Young is great. He has he has good 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 receiver, good a good solid receiver score. But you gotta feed your backs. Uh, that's what that battle has been based off of. You 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 have to feed your backs. You can't get you can't get away from someone that worked for so many years. And not not to say that passing ball is is gonna be. A hard thing to do because you have you have a great you have a good decent solid I gave them like a B plus offensive line they're they're very solid they execute very well um, watching them block I mean they they pick up which is pretty well but they got to be more physical run game for them they need to be more physical I, and that's what I know I see I need to see, see you pancaking some guys get them out get get them out in the hole so you can get your running back some some more yard because once you wear down wear down a whole defense by running the ball a little bit for action here and there. That that team is going to get tired, mm-hmm. and 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 I've known from experience for that fourth quarter program, you you've learned to push through the push through the push through even when you're tired. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the fourth quarter, the game is always won in the in the fourth quarter. Like I've always said, it's not winning, it's not won in the first quarter, it's not won in the second quarter, 
It's not one in the third quarter, but the game is one in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And I think they they have to be able to keep that same intensity, keep and, and keep and keep that foot that foot on top of the uh, pedal, and, and and just keep it going. I think they they're gonna be solid. Uh, I, I've seen glimpses of, glimpses of the great the great. I've seen glimpses glimpses of that run game, and I also seen a lot more glimpses of, glimpses of, glimpses glimpses of the pass game. Now it's just about these guys executing and finishing the play. Finish the play. Don't give up on a play. But if you have a bad play, shake it off. Go to the next play. I think that's what it's about for them guys, for, for, for those guys on offense and defense. They got to play, play, play their uh, lights out. They almost, had, they almost had a goose egg. Mm-hmm. One of guy, one of the guys had a blown, had, had a blown assignment. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I love, I love to see, 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 see one of the guys get a get on top of his, top of his teammates. Hey, you messed up. We could have a goose egg this game. Now, mm-hmm. do I believe this this defense is going to go ahead? It's going to go ahead and play hard, play physical. Yes. Now, is LSU going to score points? Of course. I don't, I don't see the LSU that can't score points. Now, hopefully they hopefully they'll pass past the fifty. But who? Hey, <laughs> that's just my that's just what my my thoughts are. <laughs> You know, because they gonna have the defense have to redeem themselves. Now they have great players on defense. Their their, their, their front four is great. The, the secondary is really decent. Now they have a little few penalties here and there, but I mean, for and overall, they they play they play, play their tails off. Offensively, you you have you have you have Bryce Young, great leader. I think he's he's coming. He's grown through grown through the season. I think he he's maturing. I think I think you you. He may he may he may give you a little bit of green a little bit if he's something's going good, but that's cool. I I I, I don't mind a poor player. Now look, now you gonna play at LSU when the sun sets. Now how much how much points can you can you really have? Mm-hmm. Oh, you gonna let the pressure get to you and you are gonna crumble. And that and, that, and that's what it comes come from from good players to great players. Now we are gonna see how great it is come this weekend. How great how great this Alabama offense can can mm-hmm. execute their plays and. Things they worked on in practice this week and um, how they have they've grown. So they have to grow. This, this is the time to grow so they can get into that playoff, that playoff run right now. This guy right here sets the tone for everything. Mm-hmm. I think Bryce is like one of my favorite people to watch of in general while the play is developing. But he's one of my favorite people to watch before the play even starts because of kind of that poise and what he's got going on that you're talking about. I will like never forget last year, the iron ball goes into four overtime, something like crazy that we've never seen before. And my shot of Bryce that I've got um, before the snap for the touchdown to win in that fourth overtime. I mean, he's just got this grin on his face. Like he's just got this smile on his face. And I was like, what is that? I was like, that is a dangerous look on his face because he's just ready. He's just, he's just ready to go, just having fun playing this football. So he's just got this grin on his face. He does his little kiss up to God. And then the next thing we know, we're we're running onto the field because Alabama has won in four overtimes in the Iron Bowl. And he's just got this, just this stoicness about him, but also just like, he looks like he's having fun. Like, and he said before, you know, when I'm in those tight pressure situations, like that's what I 
that's what I live for. Like, that's what I'm excited for. Like I'm a competitor and I like competing. And I was like, okay, well, you know what, Bryce, my blood pressure does not necessarily live for the same moments as yours, but I can respect you. Like I can respect that. However, I am stressed. (laughs) So help me out there. But I think, you know, just looking at this game, it really is like you were saying the it sets the tone for the rest of the season, you know, with Alabama having that loss to Tennessee, they have, they have no room for error anymore. Um, They have no room for error in the West. Um, Even though LSU has two losses on this season, they've got the tie for first in the West. So there, there is no room for error here whatsoever. Um, Especially with LSU having that win over Ole Miss. There, there's just no padding because you know if Alabama goes into Ole Miss which I know is looking into the future that's next week and we'll worry about it then but it's like if Alabama goes into Ole Miss depending on how that game goes you know it doesn't matter anymore since LSU has that game already so there is no right. room for error and I'm sure these guys know that um when they came out of the Tennessee game after losing that obviously everyone is upset obviously people are not happy with the result but in the end of the day Saban said it you know other of the players said it as well we still control our own destiny we can still achieve all of the goals that we set maybe not all of them because I'm assuming beating Tennessee was a goal but we can still achieve the goals that we had at the beginning of the season we can still make it to the SEC championship and obviously with Alabama winning a national championship is a goal every single year. They still have the control to be able to do that, but this LSU game is one that obviously controls all of that. Um, right. So, when, yeah, when, when the sun sets in Baton Rouge, isn't the sun going to set kind of early too? Because aren't we, like, getting ready for daylight savings time? I need to know what time sunset is. I need to know what time sunset is. That's making me nervous. <laughs> it's going to be nighttime either way. With, you know, but when the sun sets in Death Valley, there's going to be there's going to be a lot on the line. That is for sure. And we need these guys to they need to be playing their best game. They need to be making as little errors as possible. You know, the amount of the amount of mental mistakes that we saw in that Mississippi State game, the amount of penalties we saw in that Mississippi State game. That is what we need at LSU. And I know that's obviously easier said than done from someone who's never played a football game, let alone played one at night in Death Valley. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a slip up here and there, but you obviously can't go into it with that mindset. You got to go into it with, we're going to be perfect. We're not going to make any mistakes and that kind of stuff, because we saw what happened when you do make some of those mistakes against Tennessee, you know, you give them a little bit of give them a little bit of life with some of those errors that you're making. And most importantly with this LSU crowd, I mean, we've said it before just about the game in general, but especially with the crowd, like you cannot let up, like you cannot give any people in that stadium room to believe that their team has a chance to win because they are going to be going crazy no matter what. And if you, if you make that mistake, if you give them that reason to think, that LSU is in that game, then maybe we're going to see some more mental errors or we're going to see, you know, some more misassignments based on communication and all of that. So I am just, I'm ready to see how it unfolds. I'm ready to see what Brian Kelly 
you know, brings to go up against Bryce Young and the Alabama program. And I am going to be watching the game and just trying to take it all in from afar. I'm not, I'm not making the trip to Baton Rouge. I kind of wish that I was, but all at the same time, I feel like I would be like, nervous on the sideline the entire time <laughs> yeah i agree with that i mean she was you just be just be careful if you if you, if you ever do go out there because those, those oh are yeah crazy. they will yeah. fight you they'll try to fight you there especially if you win oh yeah they they're 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 different <laughs> they're different they're yeah they're a little different out there I will say that again with some great experiences with some LSU fans and then some not so much, but I think pretty much every LSU fan like knows that <laughs> Like I think pretty much every LSU fan I know is like, yeah, like there's some, there's some people that are a little rougher around the edges. And I was like, no way. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, I, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've met a few. <laughs> I've met a few. Like, I've been through that once or twice. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I, I've been through it, witnessed it, seen it. Had, somebody, had, had a fan come at me. God. I'm like, you guys suck and all that stuff like that. You're like, well, okay. I mean, all right, well, how many rings y'all got? I mean, yeah, you know, I was I'm like, noted. <laughs> Brought you that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Goodness yeah, I mean, gracious. But honestly, I am really looking forward to this game. Just looking forward to this game. I uh, can't wait to see Bryce Young and this whole offense take off and, and you know, hopefully have a good solid run, solid run game. I'm also looking forward to his defense to get a, get a goose egg. Hopefully it's possible. I, I'm really rooting for them to get one. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I mean, hopefully they don't, they don't score. Hopefully LSU don't score at all. But what, what most again, I mean, you can't go on a, on a, a cement LSU team. I mean, I've seen what, seen what some of those guys do. They have athletes. They have a Good little quarterback, real. I mean, he scrambles pretty, pretty, pretty well. Um, you know, but you know, we just have to we, we have to go there and just execute. Uh, I know Coach Jose, but I, I always say it's execution fuels emotion. So I hope those guys, uh, also guys, have that type of mentality. Go out there and don't be denied. That's that's that's, that's, the, that's the most uh, part. That's the most thing that you think about. Don't be denied every opportunity to go out there and play hard for your teammates. You know, because they they're playing for the teammates, they they're, they're playing for the families, and they're, and they're playing for their future. You know, and some of some are gonna play 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 at the next level. Some of them won't. Some of them, some of them will, will be in school. So we just hope every one of them plays their heart out. And that's what matters to me. That team playing their heart out, they give their all, and they go down and go down and shoot. Forget it. Have fun. That's what it's about. It's about having fun. It's not about us. It's about them having fun. Have, have, they're playing a game that they played since childhood. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about for me. Watching them play play that game the way they love it. I think that's so important for people to remember too. You know, I think it's it's difficult, especially now the way that the playoff is structured. Um, right. One of my someone who else who works in the media here in. Huntsville, we were talking after the Texas A&M game and he was like, you know what sucks about the way the playoff is structured, Olivia, is like Alabama fans cannot enjoy the competitiveness that was that Texas A&M game because even though you guys won, 
you know, the way that it is and everything, you know, that could bump you guys down in the ranking since it was a close game and maybe Georgia blows someone out or whatever. Like, even though you guys won, it's like, that's like such an exciting football game that you guys cannot enjoy. Like, same with Tennessee. It's like in the NFL, if you have an incredibly close game like that in week six, you still got so much of the season left. You got so much that you can look forward to. So, you know, of course you want to win, but in the end of the day, you can respect the competition you just saw between these two teams after right. that Tennessee game or even the Texas A&M game where we won. You know, you just you, – you can't even look at it that way because you're nervous about well, what's this going to do to the playoff rankings and what's this going to do here and there and everything. So it, it really is just – it it is it is a game in the end of the day, but of course we want to see national championships. We want to see SEC championships and all of that. But I saw a video um, that a sports reporter from Mississippi she she didn't make it. She saw it on TikTok and posted it. But it's someone at Mississippi State, one of the I think maybe academic advisors or something like that. She kind of took a video of a bunch of the Mississippi State players asking like. You know, what's something you want people to remember about you guys like or when they're when they're giving you guys negative feedback or whatever. And they're all just saying the same thing. Like, just remember, like, we're people, too. Like we like we are people like we're a bunch of because we said this, I think, a while ago. You know, this is a bunch of 18 to like 22, 23 year old kids playing playing a football game you know we're people right. too like and you've said it time and time again because you've been through it but everyone that pays enough attention to Alabama football LSU football whatever they know that you know these guys they are giving it their all all week they are going to practice they are going to film they are somehow doing their homework so they can be eligible to play they are you right. know they are doing as much as they can to prepare for these games. So of course, when they go out there and don't have their best game, they're the person who's most upset about it because, you know, look at all that work we put in and then you're not going to have your best game. So like, I, I promise you, like they, they know in the back of their heads, if they didn't play their best game, they don't need everyone and their mother necessarily screaming at them and telling them that because they're like, they're people too. Like, would you want someone coming in and saying that to you saying that you suck and you don't know how to do this and that just because you know you as a fan want your team to win a national or an sec or whatever championship you know it's like just remember like there are people too and like they're they're a bunch of kids just having fun playing a football game like you guys anyone who plays football at the university of alabama you're competitors and you love you love to compete and when you're a good competitor you want to play against the best competition and the best teams. And that's something that we're going to see in Death Valley this Saturday. You're going to see two of the top teams in the SEC going against each other with a lot on the line. And that is, it's nerve wracking and it's um, a lot for, I'm sure the players to think about as well as the fans and everything like that. But in the end of the day, I mean, I think it's going to be a good football game and I'm excited. I'm excited to see it for sure. I mean, I am too. I think I think you're spot on. You're spot on with, with, with what you're saying. You're you're very spot spot on. Looking at it from a, a player perspective, that that's really how we feel sometimes. Yeah. I yeah. I would say I feel sometimes. I think that's probably a hundred percent time of how, mm-hmm. how we actually feel. Now some of us we don't care about that. 
But I say 100% of the time, I say 80% of the time, that's really how the majority of the kids feel. Yeah. You know, they, they have those high expectations. I'm like, hey, if that was your kid out there playing football, someone said something about it, your mom gonna shut them out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. It happens at, at the Little League football games. I see. Yes. You know, no parents want to go out want to go out there and choke, choke, choke the coaches out. Uh-huh. You know, but, but I mean, you know, that's, that's reality. That's, that, that's, that's how, I, that's how, that's how it is. You know, you, you sign up to play, to, to, to play a sport and can't complain about it, right? Mm-hmm. You, you don't get you don't get paid to play about it. You, you right. don't you, you, you don't play to get the the, the, the words to worry about what the media says. You, you play you play because you love you, you love doing what you do. Mm-hmm. And the only way you love only way you can love with doing what you doing is just to get better at, at your position. And that that's kind of how I look at it. Get better at your position. Get better at your assignment. Get better stronger mentally. I think that's that's most important mentally. The mental game is more important than everything else. Is. Football will take care of itself, but your mental, your mental got to be strong. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully the guys, you know, took the bye week to get their mental game stronger, to work on everything that they needed to on the practice field. And hopefully they're going in to Death Valley ready to go and ready to play a sure-to-be-competitive football game. Obviously, we're both hoping for Alabama to come out on top in this one. What are we thinking score prediction wise for this weekend? Mm, uh, let me let me let you go first this time. Okay, okay, I see you. I'm gonna say realistically because I know everyone wants to get that shutout from the defense. Of course, especially coming off that Mississippi State game, uh, I think this LSU offense. I th- I think they'll find I think they'll find the end zone one way or the other. Um, I am gonna go. I think I know Alabama is favored. I think by two touchdowns or something like that. Which I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a fairly close game. I think maybe it's one of those Alabama pulls away a little bit later. You know, you were saying. You know, I think their defense is gonna get tired and that kind of stuff and everything. And it's one in the fourth quarter, like you were saying. So I could see it being close for a little while and Alabama pulling away. I will go. 36 24 Alabama. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Like you had I, your time it. to think. You had your time to collect your thoughts. Okay. I think <laughs> it, if I had a choice, I think it's going to be a 21 28 game. 28 28 ball game. Okay. I think, I think it's going to be a great competition. I just, I mean, I, I watched LSU play. I watched Bama play. I watched those two guys play. And, the way I see, they they're not too far off from each other. Yeah. Just by watching them and the way the way they each of them play, is it gonna be a close? Like I said, I think it's gonna be a close game. Who knows? It could, could could come down to a field goal. I hope not. But the way these two teams play is so different. Mm-hmm. I just look at it from that perspective. They they compete. They're all going. They're all, all going to compete. They're gonna be ready for this game. And they're gonna be ready for this game. But I'm definitely gonna be ready for the game because they had time to prepare for this game. Mm-hmm. All the ins and outs of the game. Think that it's gonna come down to inches and yards and a first down here, there, a two minute, two minute clock going down the field. I just see this game. This game's gonna be a close game. I think. I think twenty one, twenty eight is gonna be it's gonna be a fair game for me. That's kind of what I'm I like it. I like it. Well, of course, we'll have to wait and see 
how everything pans out. Uh, we've got a six o'clock kick because we can't say it enough. A night game in Death Valley, six o'clock kick for Alabama on Saturday. And of course, then we'll come back next week and see what Alabama was able to do. We can talk about the Alabama LSU game. And then, of course, getting right back to the practice field, getting ready for a tough meeting against Ole Miss the week after that. So very excited to see the game this week. I have the Saturday off, so I'm very excited to watch a lot of football. We've got the Tennessee-Georgia game that I'm looking forward to watching because, you know, not only is that going to be an incredible game in general, but what happens in that game can have a lot of implications for what happens to Alabama later this season. So Tennessee, Georgia, and then I'm just going to flip my channel right on over to Alabama LSU, and hopefully we can see the tide roll to another victory in Death Valley. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess I'll have to join join in on that game too. Yes. You gotta <laughs> you gotta watch Tennessee, Georgia. You gotta watch it. Yeah, that that, that that's gonna be a good game, especially over there because they have Kirby Smart uh at Georgia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Kirby. Kirby's a good. He's a great coach. He's yeah, very solid. I've I've been I've been there when he was there. He was there in '09 to '18. Mm -hmm. So yeah, solid, real solid coach, real smart, smart, and 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 they execute really, really, really well. So yeah, uh, I have to watch. Tune in for that game. Definitely yes. tune in for that game. Tune in for that game, and then of course Alabama LSU, six o'clock kick on ESPN? Question mark. I believe I just know that the Bama that the Tennessee game is on CBS because that's my channel. That's all I know. So it I is ESPN it. because I was watching um something. The Alabama A and M game was on ESPNU last night, and they were talking about the ESPN slate for Saturday. So it is ESPN at six o'clock okay. on Saturday. So you go from CBS, click over to ESPN, you got your Saturday covered. Right. Well, then I'll have on um, two TVs then because I'll have, have the double sure I don't miss nothing. Yes. Yes. Got to have the double screens ready to go. And then we will, of course, bring it back to Believe in Bama afterwards after the game. And we'll talk about it all next week. But hopefully we can see the tide roll against the LSU Tigers. So I'm excited about it. All right. Well, uh -huh. roll, roll tide, roll tide. As always, roll tide. Can, can the other DJ in the background say a roll tide? Or, no. Oh, no. Can, can you say roll tide, DJ? I'm oh, my God. <laughs> roll yeah. tide, man. Roll, roll tide. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.